Hello there, everyone. Welcome back to TapCaf Transmissions. I am one of your hosts, Corey, joined as always by the other host, Justin. How are you doing tonight, Justin? Eckhart Slatter. Very well. Nice to be back. Lots of uh, lots of traveling for the past few weeks. So glad to be here. Yeah. yeah. What about we you, Corey? To, How are you doing? How are you doing? But don't move on. Well, I, I was going to say we got to travel to the same place, but that's mm -hmm. that's fine. We're not going to talk. I was talking to my girlfriend like an hour ago, saying that. Uh, when I go to Halifax faces. next time, mm -hmm. yeah. When I go to Halifax the next time, you're actually probably going to be the person I've seen second most in person this year. So I just never leave my basement. That's actually kind of fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> like more than a little bit. Um, we should we should take a few minutes to talk about the trip. Uh, for this episode, though, I guess we're going to do the most recent two Mando episodes, and I guess Bad Batch finale as well. Uh, we're kind of late on that one, a little bit, yeah. but yeah. Yeah, yeah we were hoping to do a, uh, a prior podcast just to talk about the Bad Batch, but uh, that didn't happen. It might be a little too late now. I don't know yeah. if it's something we can do in the future. I liked it. I, I thought it was. So. I thought it was good. Yeah, uh, we'll talk about it at the end maybe. But yeah, let's talk about the trip. So we got to go to L.A. to play Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Um, it was very obvious because like immediately a bunch of YouTubers started uh, sending pictures out and stuff that like we were all. Yeah. But we, we couldn't say anything, uh, which was unfortunate, because I would have liked to have organized a meetup or something. We usually do that when we're in L.A., but we couldn't this time. Yeah. Uh, but that was your first kind of EA event. What did you... How was your uh, your first experience as, like, a game reviewer? Yeah, that was my that was my first any event that I've been to, so mm -hmm. it was a lot of fun. It was great to meet everyone. Mm -hmm. uh, like you said, there's a bunch of us there. Uh, I guess we probably could have talked about like that we were going to LA and Disney beforehand because yeah. like the they said that that wasn't a problem we just didn't mm -hmm. so uh, maybe next time but it's too scary because if you don't follow all of the NDA then they do actually threaten to kill you yeah no they don't just threaten they they will kill you yeah they randomly pick someone out each time to execute just to yeah. show you they're serious so you ever notice yeah, how the two Star Wars HQ up. guys started sounding a little bit more similar. <laughs> I think it's Ryan who's gone. <laughs> uh, but yeah, fun trip. Uh, what did you think of the game? I know I know you did put a video out, but just briefly. Uh, I thought it was basically everything I liked about Fallen Order uh, with less of the stuff that I didn't like about Fallen Order. So I'm, I'm actually more excited coming out of it than I was going in. Mm -hmm. So I'm really looking forward to the 28th. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I think that's when it is. Um... Yeah, I'm actually glad it got pushed back a bit. Now we got something to look forward to after Mando. Uh, and tomorrow, obviously, Star Wars Celebration starts. I think the first big panel's tomorrow, too, right? Isn't that the isn't the movie panel tomorrow? Uh, I think so. Like, the live-action filmmakers panel. Mm -hmm. That's going to be... I, I, I am so matter. excited We can't watch that. it, so... <laughs> yeah, we can't, but I'm, I just want to hear what happened at it. Or, mm -hmm. like, if there's anyone there, is it just going to be, like everyone's sitting there looking at a stage full of empty chairs or maybe some people shuffle on and off as they go through it that's mm -hmm. i've never been so excited for for a panel in my life do you have any uh, any expectations absolutely none like anything that's more than empty chair is already way above what i'm what i'm thinking is gonna happen just for the whole for the whole week like what do you think what do you expect we're getting no that that's that's basically it uh i hope i I don't know, like, the thing that I'm most in anticipation of getting, I guess, would be 
any more game news because we don't really know much of what's coming beyond uh, Jedi Survivor aside, like as far as specifics go. We know there are a bunch of games that are allegedly out there somewhere, but we've just had the trailer for Eclipse and we know Jedi Survivor's coming. Then some like mm -hmm. genres for some of the other ones. Mm -hmm. But that in movies, we're kind of in the dark on. With books, we know generally what's coming up with shows we kind of know what's coming up for the next two years and it doesn't seem like they're about to start announcing a bunch more mm -hmm. so it's really do any movies exist and can we start hearing more about some of the games how about you yeah i, I think i think we'll get a widely released ahsoka trailer i don't think that's super um i don't think that'd be a super, you don't think so a widely released one like yeah it sounds like we're getting less than we got last star wars celebration so as far as like actual stuff being released aside from just like hearing about it in news reports i i don't have the highest expectations yeah we didn't get the mando trailer released last time yeah but that was and... a to be fair ahsoka's coming out this year that's true um it's supposed to come out mid 2023 and like we're you know we're approaching mid 2023 with reckless abandon um so I, I do think we will get a trailer i think we're going to get bad batch season three announcement as well uh i mean i think everyone knows there's going to be a season three just because you can't leave it where yeah. they did um but yeah those are kind of my big two expectations my if i were to make like a a less likely prediction uh like you know put some money on something and win big i think we'll get something about boba fett um and skeleton crew but yeah, I think Skeleton Crew feels about on the same level as Ahsoka for me on like yeah. coming this year. So mm -hmm. maybe we'll get something. I, I don't know. I just I don't have high expectations for anything beyond private screenings. Mm -hmm. So which is kind of annoying, but is what it is. Right. Because there was that big controversy and there was the question of, OK, are they or aren't they going to stream the event? It turns out, yes, they're streaming it sort of. They're not streaming anything anybody actually wants to see. Well, the it's none of the panels, but some of like the main stage show things. But like so that's, I think always... that's where we got like the Lego announcements and the Jedi Survivor announcement last time. So maybe something, but mm. there was the the Mando trailer that never saw the light of day. It was much earlier in development, so it just doesn't make sense. Like people have rightly pointed out, you have Disney Plus. Like, you have the yeah. perfect... You could probably drive some Disney Plus subscriptions with this event, even if it's only a few. Absolutely. Uh, but, I mean, like, not enough of the... Like, these live streaming events are pretty cool. They've done it for concerts in the past. And it's like, there's the idea that, oh, it's going to interfere with ticket sales. You can't buy tickets to Star Wars Celebration right now, aside from yeah. a few single passes. So it's like, what's the... Like, what's the... Is there really that much of a concern? If, like, people don't go to Star Wars Celebration to see... Uh, to see panels i believe it and yeah you don't like it's it's a lottery system even for the panels uh cory and i hung out with elliot a lot uh battlefront updates a excellent dude he didn't get it he didn't get onto a single panel so it's like yeah yeah it's a it's a joke yeah i think like alex and molly only got into one originally as yeah well. they got into a kind so... of bad one if i remember correctly too <laughs> Yeah, so it, yeah, it's not like the event isn't going to basically sell out. Yeah. Yep, no, I agree. Um, okay, At so... At the very least, let's have like a Roblox Fortnite concert situation. 
<laughs> Roblox Fortnite. Somehow Palpatine has returned. We'll get that. <laughs> Instead of at the Fortnite event, it'll be during the Star Wars Celebration screening. Um, <laughs> yeah, okay. Let's talk about Mando. Uh, we didn't do Episode 5 on the podcast. I honestly... I don't remember what happened during Episode 5. I guess that was... No, I, I don't... Navarro. Right, yeah. The Battle of Navarro. That felt to me, in hindsight, like one of the better episodes of the season. Um, yeah. It was... So, I don't know. I, this episode is like episode six, that is, not episode five. Yeah. For me, kind of representative of a lot of the issues Mando's been having all season, where, like, it's in this weird in-between place where, like, it's not quite what season one was, and it's also not quite what season two was. Like, season one was in was in a way very episodic. Like, people might not remember because... Um, I'm just trying to look up the Mando season one because of how like positively it's received in right now in the past there were or when it was airing there were a lot of people who were mad on a week-to-week basis because they didn't think anything was happening chapter okay. six uh, of Mando season one was the prisoner that was the one where they go on the ship uh, to rescue um, Bill Burr chapter five was in my opinion the worst episode in Mando history that was the the gunslinger um, where Fennec Shand is introduced uh, that obviously set up some good things like Fennec and Boba, but the episode itself was pretty bad. Um, so it's kind of like that, but in my opinion, it's missing a little bit of the charm of season one. And because like, I'm a big fan of the, the Western style shows. I've said that a million times. I loved Mando season one because it was just like this adventure. But now that season three is doing that, we're also trying to be a part of this bigger world. I don't know. I'm not sure if it's really working out super well. Yeah, like, I don't feel like there was a problem with how much was done to progress the story in this episode. There was a lot of pretty important stuff that happened, especially at the end. Mm -hmm. I don't love how any of that is necessarily being done, though. Like, it's just... Especially since so much is based on the end of episode two, mm -hmm. where it feels like all conflict is just going to be resolved by the fact that we've seen the Mythosaur mm -hmm. and... Uh, Din was defeated by a helmet in the sand, which became the true wielder of the Darksaber. And if every bit of interpersonal conflict that you could get between the characters that are like our main characters mm -hmm. just kind of gets brushed aside whenever it could come up. Like I'm not looking for interpersonal conflict as in I want like Din and Bo-Katan or Din and Paz to necessarily like fight each other. Just like they clearly have different views on some things yeah. and all of that just keeps turning into, but that doesn't matter anymore. Not because anything's actually addressed with it, just because we've decided that the plot is now beyond wherever that's going. And yeah. Uh, so I actually recently was recommended on, on YouTube, this like film writing class by Trey Stone and Matt Parker, the guys who wrote South Park. Um, and they said something that kind of stuck with me. And like, I, I've seen this in, in and if it was oh, sorry, did I say their name wrong? I think I think you I, 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 I transposed them. Okay, whatever. They uh, they did like you know the Digimon where they like fuse with their po with their Digimon. I just did that with them. But um, anyway, they said that a really good story, and I, I'm sure that they took this from someone even smarter than them. A really good story is one where you say this happened, so this happened, instead of right. this happened and this happened. Like a real sense of continuity, a real sense of causation. Whereas a lot of Mando season three, kind of like I think you alluded to, has been like, okay, there's this, you know, issue, and we've solved it by doing this. You know what I mean? 
Um, like the dark saber, kind of like that. I personally had a little less issue with that than I did kind of how the greater Mandalorian conflict as a whole um, has been uh, has been handled. Like with the cult, I didn't. It's not really happening how I wanted to see it. And I do want to say because I'm seeing the comments in the chat, I'm still enjoying the show, um, and I still have a lot of hope for kind of the future seasons. I felt like this was always going to be a kind of weird in-between season. I said that after episode one. Um, and I feel like that's tor that's turned out to be true. And the show has been harmed a bit by the Book of Boba Fett. Where, like, I think we get a much better season if uh, Grogu, who's done nothing this season, is off with Luke. And that's sort of a parallel plot thread. And then... Um, you know, the season is allowed to just kind of more openly focus on this Mandalorian uh, thing rather than the ensemble cast they've had. Yeah, like, I don't think uh, Grogu has really done much other than go get Bo-Katan to rescue Din. Mm -hmm. And he could probably handle that just, like, slightly differently by having him. The droid maybe do it? Yeah. Yeah. And... Uh, it, it does feel like they were too insistent on like, no, this is the core relationship. We have to get it back as soon as possible because it, it really does build into and I'm also enjoying the show as well. I'm just these are the the issues that I do have with it. Uh, it, it just it's so hard to decide what you're supposed to care about in the future like what still counts towards these developments and what doesn't because mm -hmm. uh, like there there's so much in season two that would just kind of undone by a lot of it like my buddy mm. started watching it uh skipped i think the last two episodes of season two and doesn't really feel like he missed that much because he also didn't watch book of boba fett so it was like yeah, he just kind of ended up back where he he yeah. thought they were and uh and like it's the it's the kind of thing where you can point to bogaton and din saving ragnar as a thing that really ingratiated them to paz but Din also did that, like, literally in the first 20 minutes of the season before he redeemed himself and was still told to take a hike. Yeah. So it's like one took up more of the episode than the other, but, like, functionally, as far as how these should impact the characters, you'd think those would be similar events. So if one matters, why doesn't the other? And there's just a lot that kind of feels like that. Yeah, it's a bit frustrating because I'm somebody who liked the first few episodes of The Book of Boba Fett quite a lot. Um, and I thought that show was obviously derailed uh, from like a structural standpoint. Only having seven episodes, I believe it was seven, right? Like I think it was six or seven. It was, I think it was seven. Yeah, so, so it had seven episodes. Two of them are off on a complete side quest, and then you end up with a finale that doesn't really yeah. have the proper stakes and ends up being a bit silly and not well constructed. Um, because like five and six are din, and then you're jumping right into the finale with Boba, who you haven't really seen in two episodes. Right. So, and like I've kind of theorized in the past that that is probably because they knew season three of Mando was going to take longer than they wanted, and they wanted to keep the the character people's consciousness and probably keep people subscribed to Disney Plus. To be honest, as well. Um, but that, I mean, that's just a, that's just a theory, a game theory. But. Um, yeah, it's just it's unfortunate that like those two episodes really it feels like have derailed um, two two seasons of TV in a way. Um, not to be dramatic because again, like I still liked. And that's the thing about season six, or, sorry, episode six that we're sort of talking about now. I actually liked this episode. 
uh, overall, I just kind of get frustrated at everything around it. Like it was, it was like a Clone Wars episode in a lot of ways. Um, so, yeah, yeah. And like, how can we on this podcast complain about something which opened up with vindicating so many of our long-term Mon Calamari fetish fans? Yeah, that's true. Um, what did you think of that ship at the beginning? I actually really like that. that yeah, that's that one cool of my too. favorite scenes of the episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I, One of the things that I did really like about Book of Boba Fett that I felt is often lacking in Star Wars is that you don't really see that many aliens anywhere. Mm-hmm. And I'm fine with them even just being in the background and you see one walk past. But wow. we've gotten You're fair fine with them being season. relegated to the background. No, no. Oh, no. What am I doing? But they... They've been pretty prominent in this season as like actual characters, especially what we saw here, and mm-hmm. with it being a probable callback to season one. Uh, I oh, yeah. I don't know how many Mon Calamari nobles' kids could probably be or could possibly have bounties open on them, so I have to assume that that's still the one that Din took the bounty on when he was returning Grogu. Yeah, that guy's voice was so bad, though. It was yeah. um, I think it was someone said it was Tom Holland's brother. And I don't know, I could tell he was, like, not recording it in the same studio as everyone else. I heard about, like, Adam Driver doing that for episode 9, him doing, like, pickup voice recordings, like, in his closet. Sounded kind of like Tom Holland's character to that, because I noticed whenever he started talking, the, like, background audio on the bridge really turned up. (laughs) Um, It's like, I used to record the early Eckhart's Ladder videos in my closet upstairs with my phone. Like, I'd sit there like that. Um... But yeah. yeah, so you'd be a hypocrite to really criticize that then, right? That's what you're saying? Yeah, um, I, I, I like the beginning. It was a strong beginning. I will say I had a funny experience with this episode. Um, uh, a couple, It came out, obviously, the same day on, on Wednesday, and I took my son to go see the Mario movie. So I knew I was going to be... We kind of made a thing of it. We, like, surprised him and pulled him out of school. Kids are so dumb. It was 10 o'clock. He thought it was 9 o'clock when he usually goes to school. Didn't even realize. <laughs> I pull up to school. I'm like, all right, buddy, time to go. Unless you want to go see the Mario movie. Um, so we did that. What do you do in that situation if he says, no, I'll pass. I want to go to school. Have fun. <laughs> He's already an hour late. It's Yeah. Yeah. Um, but obviously he wanted to see it. So I was, we, we made a whole day of it. So I was, I was out all day. So I went to bed pretty early for my standards, like one or two o'clock and I woke up at four. I was like, okay, I'm going to check this Mando episode out. Looking for anything blue, looking for a tall blue guy, looking for, you know, anything Imperial to like kind of decide. Cause I, I'm somebody who doesn't give a shit about spoilers. Uh, I'm like trying to decide, do I stay up and cover this episode? So I'm scrolling through. I'm like, is that fucking Jack Black? <laughs> I'm scrolling through. I'm like, yeah, there's nothing here. So I, I like, I click quickly went on like r slash Star Wars leaks as if there's anything big in the episode. He'll post it. I went back to, I went the fuck back to sleep, <laughs> and then I watched it later. But um, but yeah, I, I don't know where that story went, but it was that was my experience with the episode, I guess. it did go somewhere big at the end with uh with the fight. But I did watch that part yeah. too before bed. Okay, that's good. Yeah. But yeah, like I, I feel like I'm, I like Jack Black and I like Lizzo, but it's hard to watch Jack Black scenes without it being like, it's Jack Black. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I didn't like. I post this on Twitter. I know who Lizzo is, obviously, but I didn't know that was Lizzo. Um, 
I I recognized Doc right away, and he was kind of funny. You you mentioned this to me. Um, he was rumored to be in the like his kind of inclusion. In the show got leaked before the episode before the season even started. People were like, "Oh, he must be the the Mandalorian like the Mandalorian elder." It's like, nah, he's just some dude. <laughs> <laughs> they really should have suspected him when they learned his name was Hellgate. Yeah. <laughs> I'd never believe this of you, Dr. Evil Guy. I forget who posted it on uh on Twitter. I think it might have been I think I think it might have been Jason Fry, where it was like, what if at the very end he was he revealed that Jack Black's real name was Warlord Zinge? <laughs> or just Zinge. <laughs> That would have been. I would have. I would have screamed. I would have woke my whole fucking family up. I don't care. Like, <laughs> yeah. If just Warlord, a zoom in on his face right at the end and like his mustache twirls. Yeah. It like it like yeah just twirls up on its own. He's like stay down, stay down. <laughs> that would actually that would kind of be perfect for Zinge. Yeah, pretending not to be. You know, like if they ever introduce Warlord Zinge in live action, I don't care if like I've got a newborn child in my house. I'm fucking screaming. <laughs> yeah. Especially if it's Jack Black. Yeah. Uh, who else could it be? Like, really? I don't think there's anyone. On literally any fat guy will do. Kevin Smith. <laughs> yeah, literally any fat guy. <laughs> <laughs> it has to be the right kind of silly, though. Yeah. Um, I'm glad they went with the the proper pronunciation of Bombardier. Oh yeah, that was that was really nice. All the French Canadians were just yeah. Fist pumping, pulling out their sidewalk plows. They should have had a James Gandolfini do it, but he's he's obviously gone. But he would have been a good zinge. <laughs> yeah, give him the Tarkin treatment from Rogue One. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if they have the same rights to his estate for the rest of eternity. What are you gonna do, sue Disney? Good luck, boys. True. Um, I'm pretty sure that they rumors are out that they've bought the Department of Justice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Cool. I think yeah, I think I saw that happening at Disney World when I was there. <laughs> I saw I saw Mickey usher uh, usher Joe into a back room. <laughs> <laughs> Get in here, Joe. Um, but yeah. Uh, anything else on the cameos you wanted to mention? Uh, not really. I like. I think Christopher Lloyd's worked the best. Mm -hmm. Just he's old and he still he still has it. He's like eighty four, eighty five. Yeah. Jack but I think Black they is all just Jack did Black. Fine. It's just, yeah. I don't know. It, and I feel like Lizzo is probably suffering here for me just because she was next to Jack Black, who is impossible for me to like watch him and not expect him to just start singing a Tenacious D song or something. Mm -hmm. But it was a lot for one episode as well. Like yeah. maybe spread out the like really, f like Jack Black is like, there's like some people you can hide behind like. Oh, is that him? Is that not him? Like, I'm not sure. It's fucking Jack Black. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I noticed him scrolling by at 20 times speed. Yeah. Uh, and then saw as him soon play. As the door opened, like, Jack Black? Yeah. And then saw him play Bowser in Mario, which is really weird. Yeah. Um, like, it's, it's just so hard to imagine him on, like, a, an Architens bridge ordering around people, or if he was a moth or something. I forget what his rank was. But it yeah. was kind of weird that Christopher Lloyd's character was talking about how important democracy is to him when he's like, you were perfectly happy at this place when it was a, just a monarchy. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, I, I don't really get what he was trying to do because, like, they had... He's, they said they had a direct democracy. Like... Yeah, now they do. 
But so why was he going all crazy with the droids? Yeah, because he he loves democracy, but the first democratically elected leader they have, he was like, no, this is too sus. I'm getting rid of him and I want to go back and serve the, the monarch. Unless he's just thinking like democracy only works at a galactic scale. We can't have it on the planetary level. Let's go back to the separatist Senate. He likes only representative democracies. Um, I think what really happened is they were like, I need somebody who likes droids. <laughs> CIS yeah. guy. I, for me, the thing that I always think about with how like connected or not Star Wars is, is I'll just picture a character from an era saying Count Dooku's name. Mm -hmm. So having that actually happen was like, I like that in a way that I think is no one else is really going to appreciate the same way as me, not to to put myself above everyone else because i am but that one was just for me really i'm the only not even that i'm a count dooku fan just that he's he has a, a very specific place in my heart that kind of reminds me of in episode eight when uh luke said darth sidious that to me kind of hit in the same way where i was like that's that's really yeah. weird because growing up it's always like original trilogy star wars prequel trilogy star wars and obviously, the Emperor and Darth Sidious are the same people, but, like, you know, they're also very different. And, like, they never said Darth Sidious in the original trilogy, so that moment was kind of like yeah. a crossing of, the, uh, crossing of the streams there. Yeah, so where did Luke even learn that from? Did, like, Yoda drop it on Dagobah at some point off screen? Mm. I don't think anyone who knew about it, that would be, like basically just yoda and hbo put out a documentary maybe obi-wan like did obi-wan even know that um i mean like in the bad batch they've talked about how people <sighs> there's something i want to say that i can't uh I'll, I'll tell you off stream but like there have been references to people who know that palpatine is a sith lord but anyone that Luke's friends with or would have talked to. But no, but there's people who, who like, it's gone. There's people who wouldn't know if Luke can't know is what I'm trying to say. Right. Like okay. There's people who are in less influential positions than Luke who know. Okay. Fair enough. But maybe he would have mentioned it when he was dying, too. I don't know. He's like, by I the way. I feel like Din, Din needs therapy, though. Like if you're going down to the to the docks watching all the droids load shit up and you you find a convenient excuse to just start kicking them, I think you, you that's probably something you need to work out for yourself. Especially after a, like when you're pretty soon just talking to a, a bartender that wants to protect their droid rights. Mm. Yeah. That's true. You know, I think I have like that's it reminded me of iRobot. Didn't it ha didn't something like that happen in iRobot? Yeah, I think uh, where they like he just starts like abusing to, them and to try to find yeah. which one is the real one, or I mean they're all real. Which one's like sentient or whatever? Maybe a well, it's told also them. all of the all the videos of that dog robot. I forget what it's called. the The one that Poochie? like they had them in Andor as well, but where they had a guest spot on Andor. Oh, was that where that was that in this episode? Oh, you no, mean, but oh, I, yeah, like yeah, 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 All the yeah. videos they do to show, like, how great their balance is, where they're just, like, abusing this dog robot. Yeah, that's sick. I would love to do that. <laughs> I don't I don't understand Din's, what he was trying to accomplish there. Like, uh, I, if I can't... No, them. I get it. Because, like, 
a properly programmed one is going to let you kill it. It'll let you abuse it and, you know. But, like, one but who's broke its from its program. All the ones that are trying to hide it, like, they, if they just get kicked over, they're going to be, like... Is he thinking that it's a malfunction where they just won't be able to help themselves? Yeah. Or do you think he's going to, like, trick them into starting a fight with him? I think the first one. Okay. I don't know. I, I, know he's I think he just wanted to... I think he just wanted to beat up some robots. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, this is clearly not productive. He was just... I had turned out to be kind of productive. But it yeah, was he found the, the one. thing he was doing to, for his own purposes. So how would what you... they needed to do yeah. is fly back to Navarro, collect all the little Babu Fricks, and fly them in. They can become I'm the actually, new wheels. Now that you've said that, I'm shocked they didn't do that. Yeah. <laughs> that It would have been the perfect payoff. They couldn't help IG-11... But they can come and look for the droid nanovirus. Mm -hmm. mm. Wasn't there a? Wasn't there like a nanovirus? And was it a? Isn't that what Boba Fett gets infected with in like Legacy of the Force in Fate yeah, of the Jedi? Yeah, he has cancer. But it's no, not a robot. later on when he Fate gets, of the Jedi. Yeah, when he can't go on Mandalore anymore. Remember yeah. he gets Wasn't like, that the same plot? Or no, because he, he has cancer from the Sarlacc, and then he gets right. that fixed. Yeah, He's, just whatever reason, he ended up going and finding all the ARC troopers that were still living on Mandalore before he teaches Jaina how to beat a Sith mm -hmm. Lord for all the Jedi that he'd beaten in the past. Yeah, and there's like another nanobot thing in Fate of the Jedi. I can't remember what, though. Remember they like go to a planet with nanobots? <sighs> I can't really remember what happened. I had a, I'm gonna need to read that shit again at some point. Yeah. yeah. I my read through I got like I read ahead of where we are in uh NJO, or I guess I read behind because I started before we did. I got through Darkness and then I got like halfway through Betrayal and then stopped for some reason, so I need to get back to that as well. Which one's Betrayal? That's the the first Oh uh Legacy the Force book. Did you get to the Perry Needmo News Hour? Or, no, is that Fate of the Jedi? I think Perry Nemo's in Fate of the Jedi, actually. Yeah. yeah. My bad. It's very hard to separate some of the events of the two books. Yeah. You got, to the, uh, you got to the sick uh, dinner scene, though, right? No. Uh. I I think I'm... I don't, I don't think that happens until a bit later, because I'm only at the point where, like, Ben is talking to, like, the super messed up Anakin droid. Mm. That part was dumb. That part was that was one of the that was one of the dumber things those two series did the Anakin droid. Yeah, that it's imprinted on Anakin, so we can just make a droid to replicate Anakin. Yeah, that was really dumb. That's the the easiest thing, and I think he's like got a chair as part of him too. I don't know. It's like some Akira shit. <laughs> um, sorry, go ahead. So I was just gonna try to get us back on the episode. So yeah, yeah if that go ahead. no, go ahead. That's all I had on that. Well, I had uh, I had nothing to get us back on the episode. What'd you think what do you those... think of uh, the fight then? Which one? Oh, at the end? Yeah. yeah that was good. I don't got much cool. more than that. I noticed they got a second Gazanti. Did you see that? Yeah, they had uh, only the one Arquitens, though. Yeah. Uh, which turned into a bit of controversy on my Discord server. Why? But... Did they think there was more? Uh, someone just wasn't convinced that it was the same one and thought it would be 
unreasonable to uh, to assume that it was. What? Which Why? I only got to the conversation after it happened, so I was like, oh, okay, interesting theory. They've shown this but, one ship once before. I wonder if this is a different one. And they did say explicitly they were going to capture it. So, and they also re- reference it. At, actually, I guess they don't reference that one ship. Um, I Did everyone just not look like kind of unenthused about their situation after Bogaton was given the Darksaber. Like, Casca Reeves maybe seemed okay with it, but everyone else's face just looked kind of non Well, they had a pretty good setup. Like, they were just kind of camping. Yeah. Well, they haven't even been told, okay, now that I'm back, guys, guess where we're going? Yeah. She thought this guy was a zealot. <laughs> yeah, also, keep your fucking helmets on around these other guys. They're really weird. Um, <laughs> Look, I just go back, but... I kind of wonder whether they got more fleet somewhere. Like, maybe they got some ships in orbit, too. I don't know. I doubt it. Like, it's a pretty minimalistic show, and I don't think they're going to be fighting anything that's that big either. So... Well, I mean, that's the whole thing. They're like, we're going to take back Mandalore. It's like, bro, there's nobody there. There, Hey, there are two squadrons of TIE Interceptors there. Were they on Mandalore? Yeah, we know of. Well, they're in the, they're in the system. Are they, though? Yeah. Are they? Bo-Katan's planet, Calavela, was in the same system. You think they just flew there? Or were they dropped off in a dropship somewhere? In a carrier? Yeah, but that dropship was in the Mandalore system. We at least know at some point there were some Imperials that were there coming to bomb Bo-Katan's house. So you think they're still there, maybe? I think probably. Like, Moff Gideon is presumably who's behind that, his forces... And he's a big Mando simp. Like, he wants to be a Mandalorian. Mm, that's true. So Yeah, that's true. They're going to have to... Exp- yeah. Because that's an element of their character I agree they're going to pull in because this episode or this season's all been about Mandalorians of every shape, size, and whatever. And I think he's going to kind of present as one. So it's like... He did have the Darksaber... Um, but like it probably has a bunch of Beskar because like that's probably how the client got it as well because the Imperials just took a bunch when Gideon did his thing. Right. Do we know whether the Dark Troopers are made of Beskar? They can't be because the whole point is like Beskar stops lightsabers and Luke was not struggling with that at all. Yeah, but Din was, right? Or no, Din didn't have it. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I always kind of felt like Luke just cut through the joints. I don't know. He was kind of indiscriminately chopping yeah. and stabbing. Like, I feel like if you're setting up the Dark Troopers to be made of Beskar, mm-hmm. the only reason to do that is if you want to set it up as a thing for the Darksaber. Mm-hmm. So why not show Luke having issues with that? Yeah, just, that's true. It, it would have come up by now, I feel yeah. like. In that. Yeah, I know true. you want to have Luke have his moment of just, like, blowing everything up, but if you are going to go the direction of making them be mm-hmm. Darksaber resistant, you're kind of shooting yourself in the foot. Yeah, that's true. Having- that's true. I was just, the reason I was asking is, like, you mentioned Moff Gideon having, like, are we going to see Moff Gideon in Mandalorian armor now? I think we are. Okay. Uh, like, he'll, he'll probably, like, he, he has Baskar. Right. He wants to be a Mandalorian. He definitely has a lot, because he had that whole fucking, uh, what what do they call the ice cream maker again? It's like a, not Uh, a canteen, but the, no, like the, the thing that. You know, the thing that they had the best car in. Because all the, the... Oh, yeah, yeah. What's it called again? Like, all the best car that... <laughs> that yeah. All the best car that Mando had came from Gideon, right? 
Uh, yeah, well, it came from the client, which is presumably through Gideon, right? Definitely. Like, almost definitely. Yeah. So, uh, just like the Empire has a ton of Beskar. Yeah. At the very least. And like, Gideon has most access to that. So, I think, like, it's possible there are some other Mandalorians that are working for Gideon. I don't see why they would. Mm -hmm. But I feel like jumping to the conclusion that it must be Mandalorians working with Gideon when we know he has. Uh, when he has Beskar, that I don't think Carson Tava is uh, like that would not hold up in court. That is circumstantial evidence with a lot of reason to to doubt that. Right. Yeah. I don't know. It could be like he could have some like old Imperial Super Commandos or something. I just yeah. worry a bit about like if we do have Imperial Super Commandos, it's going to be like okay, we've got like fucking six different because that's the like star wars rebels had that problem i would say the clone wars season seven really had that problem where it was like okay we have the original kind of pacifist mandos then we have death watch then we have like good death watch like well, uh, we've then we've got the mollusks yeah everyone we've seen is like from rebels on chronologically like is from death watch in some way shape or form right like Sabine's family is, uh, so the Vizlas are the children of the Watch are like more of a splinter from Death Watch. They're from Concordia, so it it seems like everyone that was in the Pacifist Mandos are just gone. Like they all died out. I forget. Do they kill the Prime Minister at the end of season seven? I think they do. I can't remember. Uh, I. Olmec was in the jail. I don't know if Maul yeah, killed him. Yeah, I can't remember what happens. I feel like Maul does kill him, but I can't remember. But everyone who survives from that point, like, they get bombed a lot after that. So, like, is Corky Kreese just... Is Paz Vizsla's head going to come off and then he opens his suit and then a skinny little Corky <laughs> walks out? That would be sick. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I actually wouldn't hate that, but... Like, yeah. they... It, it I mean, seems Death like Watch wins, anyone that's around so... is Death Watch adjacent, which is kind of the thing with like, there's a lot of hate that Bo-Katan gets of like, she's a former terrorist, she's a part of Death Watch. But, like, they all they all were at this point. They right. weren't necessarily all part of Maul's forces, but probably. Especially oh yeah, Gar Saxon kills him. Sorry, Fizzlers. But uh, like, I, I think Fen Rao the protectors probably would be the biggest candidate to show up. Like it's him and Sabine that are the big Mandalorian characters that mm -hmm. we haven't seen in the show yet. Mm -hmm. So if Sabine is off with Ahsoka actively, cause they're going to be still looking for Ezra, then maybe she doesn't show up. Like apparently Zeb is the, is the rebels cameo we're getting in the Mandalorian, which I would, I would never have guessed that. I'll take it. But I wouldn't. Yeah, guess it was, that was fantastic actually. Mm -hmm. But yeah. Yeah, I remember like, we watched that one I together. That we watched that one together, and I was like, "Hey, that's, that's a that's a Zeb." And you're like, "You were like, that is that Zeb. is Zeb." I, I was like, <laughs> "I was like, shut up, so we could hear." Because <laughs> we were listening, it was yeah, not super loud because we were in the hotel and it was yeah, yeah. And we were both like mostly asleep at that point. Yeah, because that was like that was like for me four o'clock local time in the morning. Yeah, because we got up pretty early. Then we stayed up. We watched like two hours of Taskmaster between Disney and uh, mm -hmm. and the Star Wars coming on. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh yeah, then we watched the that was the finale day too, right? Yeah, 
All right. So, anything else you want to talk about the episode before we? I guess we can take any uh, emails. Uh, and... Just a, a quick yes or no: Is Fenrau showing up, or do we have our Mandalorians collected? Yeah, I think Fenrau is going to show up because um, I think these last two episodes. I think these last two episodes could do somewhat of a redeeming of the season. Not that the season's been awful, but it's been disjointed. I think these last two episodes could really help. Um, and like what they need to do is leave things in a good space moving forward. Like I, I imagine they're going to have to somewhat wrap up this Mandalore arc because more important things are about to start happening. Right. Yeah. Like I, I think with the two episodes left, we've got an episode of like some kind of conflict that gets quickly resolved between the night owls and the children of the watch finale is going to Mandalore. And I think like, they're in Mandalore wanted... next episode. You think they get there like right away? Mm -hmm. Okay. I hope not, but I could definitely see that happening. I want at least one episode about like bringing the Mandalorians together and what that actually requires. So there's a side quest but... that brings them together. <laughs> well, they get there and it's like when you're moving in with someone, it's like, oh, do I use, do we use my cutlery or your cutlery? Yeah. Like whose hands stay? And me and Dana still haven't figured out whose whose utensils we're we gotta rescue this young Sarlacc, and we can only do so if the helmeted and the helmet list come together because there's a really no. bad glare, but only in certain parts. No, Ragnar has been eaten by this young <laughs> Sarlacc. Um, <laughs> we that was babysitting while we went to Navarro for some fucking reason. Yeah. Okay. Two uh, two predictions from you, and I'll yeah. give mine afterwards. One: Is anyone going to die? And two, will we see Grand Admiral Thrawn in the show? Uh, Bo-Katan and credit scene. You think Bo-Katan's dead? I think if anyone's dying, it's either the armor or Bo-Katan. Yeah, I agree that Bo-Katan. Um, I don't think it's looking. I don't think it's looking good for her. Not. I don't know actually, but we'll see. And I think we will see Thrawn. I don't think it's going to be end credits, though. I think it's going to be... I think he's going to play a more active role. Or not even necessarily an active role, but, like, in the actual plot of the show. No. But I just think we'll get a hologram or a communique or something with him. But I just don't think it's going to be end credits. I think it's going to be, like, the last scene, maybe. Yeah, like, I just don't see who else could be killed off that we'd actually care about. Because, like, some no-name Mando's in the background, definitely... But I don't think they're killing Paz Vizsla. I don't think they're killing Din and Grogu. Uh, it really depends on what the armor in Harmer's uh, role is supposed to be going forward. Mm -hmm. uh, whether she turns out to actually be intended as like kind of a an antagonist, which I kind of hope. Yeah. Uh, and then it's like, is Bo-Katan able to lead or does she make some sort of sacrifice because we've been down this road so many times of like, can Bo-Katan lead? And the answer has generally been no. Like, is this just going to be, oh, it actually works out this time? Or does she sacrifice her life because now she can put the needs of Mandalorians before her? Is that kind of where they're going with it? But like the only other one is like, you kill off Casca or Axe and maybe Axe's role is done, but I don't know if they're like major enough to count as deaths mm. at this point. Yeah, that's like, that's for me the reason why I don't think Paz Vizsla will die. I just don't Same. think enough people care about his character. Like, he's the big Mando. 
Like, if he dies, I'll be like, all right, I mean, sure. <laughs> um, okay, here's here's one final one. Um, do you think we see uh, Grief Karga again this season? Um, yeah, because they're getting established on Navarro. He's probably going to be oh, there. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, okay, yeah. okay, that's true. Good point, good point, good point. So if Jon Favreau is Jon Favreau, mm-hmm. Then there's a very strong argument for Paz Vizsla staying around. They introduce Mara Jade in season four, and suddenly Paz Vizsla has his helmet off and is dating Mara Jade. Wait, where did you get? Can you can you start from like the beginning there? Like, where... have you ever seen the MCU? Oh, you're saying yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we're supposed to believe that he can pull fucking Aunt May. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's going to be the exact same situation in the next franchise he writes for. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Yeah, that Aunt May one, it ain't happening. <laughs> no, son, well, that ain't happening. <laughs> those, are, those are all my predictions for for season four. He's like, I, ri- he's like I write the script. I write the script. I take off my helmet, and uh, no, one can ha- no one can handle how beautiful I am. It was George's idea. It was George's idea. <laughs> That's what he wanted. Don't tell him about Mara. He'll be pissed. <laughs> We we called her Marna in the writing room, so yeah. we wouldn't find out. Yeah, it's like you know how for Luke they uh, they had his concept art. It was uh, yeah, it was like it, I'm in love with Plo Koon. You guys will see. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I'm giving him that voice, but <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know. If it sounds like that. He's but... not that fat. Like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, I think that's I think that's the only pr- predictions I want to make for for the end of the show any other final thoughts on the episode as we go into the i'm just thinking so far this season hasn't had any of those big social media meltdown moments really like we've like had yeah up. like we've had jar jar uh show up jedi jar jar i think that one was probably one of the, one of the biggest ones in the show's history no like the reaction when ahmed best showed up yeah i think no that was bigger way. than Ahsoka, not as big no as no way come on Really? I think it was bigger than Ahsoka. I think like the the emotional impact of that was definitely bigger than Ahsoka. Maybe it wasn't like the big water cooler moment in the same way, but okay, looking at me like that isn't an argument. It just makes me feel small. For me, I think like if I were to rank them, I would say um, Luke is obviously number one. Hmm. <sighs> Who's number two? I I would probably put Ahsoka number two. I'm Cad Bane is number, number three. Or no, Boba Fett is number two. Uh, Ahsoka number three. Cad Bane four. Um, Bo-Katan five. Then I put Ahmed Best, I think. You put Ahmed Best below Bo-Katan and Boba? Definitely Boba. Boba's huge. What do you mean? He's huge, but I don't think it was like a surprise to anyone. Like, I, I feel like those big moments have to kind of be a surprise for them to have that impact. I don't agree with that. Okay, that's fine. You're allowed to be wrong. I think but... it's just what people, like, it's like, we're going to, for me, when I talk about these moments, it's like, we need the show ratings boost. What do we fucking do? Luke okay, Skywalker. Yeah, if, you're, if you're looking from that perspective, then sure. Okay. That I, I would put Ahmed Best at the lowest one. So my, my argument is, there's got to be one more of those. There's got to be one this season, right? Because like, Actually, I feel like I'd still, I'm still going to put it above Bo-Katan. Okay, I, I, I would, I'd agree with that. I just don't think casual Star Wars fans like 
a lot of them don't know who who that is, right? Like like when we were at the Disney, I talked to all the YouTubers, and like there were you know a few YouTubers who stars full time didn't know who it was. But um, what was I gonna say? Uh, yeah. So I'm trying. I guess the big moment of that for like season one, I guess didn't have any huge moments like that. Obviously the Grogu thing, kind of the uh, the dark saber at the end. Uh, but yeah, I'm just thinking season three's got to have one probably. I mean, there was one almost every episode in season two. Like season two was just that because you had Cobb Vanth, then you had uh, Frog Lady, then you had Bo-Katan, then you had Boba and Finnick together, and Luke at the end. So there was maybe two episodes without one. Oh, okay. One last question. One last prediction. I don't know if we have time for emails. One last prediction. Do they stop and pick up our boy Boba on the way to Mandalore? He's got a ship. Tamura Morrison spent. has a contract. Tamura Morrison's got a contract. What do you think? It makes sense, doesn't it? We haven't been to it Tatooine does. yet. Or no, we have been to Tatooine. They have. They immediately went to Tatooine. Yeah. And I spoiled them right away. Instantly there. Instantly there. <laughs> Didn't even say hi. Yeah. The only mention of, of Boba was Pelly asking like, if Din was there to kill him. Pelly's like, are you going to stop by see Boba? It's like, no, I'm busy. It's like, he's just up there. No, you can see him he, on the way out. She said, are you here to kill Boba? Like, she mentioned him. Yeah. And we I still didn't get... help Boba. Okay, anyway. No. Okay. Are you here to take out Boba? It was wow, like okay. that. Okay. Not on a date. They're not dating yet. Did you see the end of Book of Boba Fett? Did you see that little leg <laughs> raise that, uh, that Boba did? <laughs> You know those like those Barbie things everyone's been making, the uh, yeah the the promotional thing. That reminded me, I got to do one with with Boba Fett doing that leg raise with the <laughs> with the knee rockets. I I'd watch the movie. Okay. Yeah, I I think I'm at a fifty one percent on Boba showing up. Yeah, I don't know. For me, it's like it makes a lot of sense. I just don't think they're gonna do it. So I I. I would have expected it, but now I don't know. I hope they. I hope he does. Well, presumably Boba's busy, and is he like, though? What does he give a shit about Mandalore for? Unless it's like, oh well, you helped me with my city. I think they're just boys. Like, aren't they just boys now? <sighs> they're busy, busy boys. It's been a few years. I guess. If he didn't stop by and say hey when he's looking like, for okay, IG if, if you lived in Dartmouth or... and you're like, hey, like. Like, I'm about to have a, a scrap downtown. Like, I'd probably drive down and help you. Yeah, but that this is more like if I'm heading out to BC and it's like, oh, we're going to go fight Space Dock or something. <laughs> Sign me up, baby. <laughs> yeah, uh, fair enough. Okay. Like, we already saw what happens if... I later on in the season I might be going to to fight someone in BC, mm-hmm. but earlier we already saw that I had to go like change a tire in Halifax and didn't even say hi. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Maybe something bad happened. Yeah, lovers and enemies. I hate to see it. Well, uh, yeah. I don't think we have any time for uh, questions, unfortunately, right now because. Uh, we we do have to go play some Fortnite. I think we're doing Imperial, I think we're doing Burial Card, aren't we? We're doing probably both of them, but that's going to be on youtubecom slash ECKSTOO as well as twitch.tv slash Corey loses. Uh, next week, presumably talking about. Uh, oh, got my Cal Kestis lights there. It's so heavy. 
Yeah. I almost dropped it. We all got Calcastus lightsabers, Justin. But next week we were we were saying we were going to talk about Traitor or not Traitor about uh, Dark Journey. There's also a Mandalorian episode. I feel like the look you're giving me right now is we are not talking not about happening. that. We're, be, we're doing not happen until Mando's over. We're gonna keep. Yeah. We're, we're riding it till she's. All right. So next week we'll be talking about the Mandalorian episode seven. What were you about to say? I don't know where. No, I'm good. Uh, week after that, we got Mando up eight. I'm gonna be uh, at my sister's place for next week's episode anyway, so it's easier for me if I don't have any anything I have to do before it. So that that's fine. Oh, nice. Good to see you. you get to see a sis. Yep. Um, get to see my sister, and my nephews. Tell them about the Disney trip they didn't get to go on. Are you gonna buy them something and pretend that you got? So when we were in Disney, I've got as some of you know, I've got a couple of kids, uh, and Corey's got nephews, so. We were like shopping for things and like for me, I'm going to go home and my kids will be right there. So I can't, you know, I had to get something, but I'm just like, Corey, you're just buy something on Amazon. They won't know the difference until, we'll until, they watch, until they watch this. Absolutely never happening. Yeah. Oh, I just smacked my dog. I'm sorry, buddy. All right. Well, that is going to do it for the episode. I think any final thoughts you want to leave the folks with? Nope, just um, next episode, next time we record, we're going to spend a little extra time uh, to do uh, answer any questions. And also, I'm going to take a second and do podcast reviews. So if you enjoy what we're doing here, make sure you go to iTunes, uh, honestly, wherever. iTunes, Spotify, Google, um, MSN Messenger, um, wherever. Radar podcast five stars. I will be reading some ratings next time. Additionally, I am also going to be streaming these. As you know, there's a bunch of you watching now, so I'm going to try to make that a more regular thing, especially when we're talking Mando and whatever else. Um, so if you if you like looking at our faces, are you going to use the new podcast feature too, Corey? It seems pretty cool. Yeah, I'm going to look into it because I I have no idea what it does. It just looks like a a different a playlist, playlist to me so far. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. See you guys next time, and make sure you leave those reviews. Try to make us laugh. If you make us laugh, uh, yeah. Oh, Mossman Curry's coming back soon. Little detail. All right. Well, remember buy your Mossman Curry from Vite Ramen, mm -hmm. and maybe they'll keep giving Justin money. Until then, keep your stick on the ice. Keep your stick on the ice. Yep. Stream on X two E C K S T U O O and Corey loses. Grab a beer and meet us there. Bye-bye. Bye. I haven't ended mine yet. I accidentally clicked away from the dashboard. <laughs> it's not awkward. It's not awkward. I'm clicking as fast as I can. This is almost as bad as when I was playing my own sound. Okay.